Good evening. We're in the middle of Peter Tun Beis. We're on page Ayin Gimel, opposite of page 144. Right before we start, I'll give you uh, exact words. But let's recap. So in the last Peter we said that just like it is in the human being, that the neshama, the first thing is the neshama enters the brain, the whole nerve center with all the koiches and all the chayis that are eventually going to filter down and every single one, every single individual function, every koyach, every chayis will enter a particular limb. So everything first enters the brain. And the same thing as we said, Lagabe, the chayis, the same thing is true regarding all the chayis, all the energy that enters the worlds. That the whole energy, everything that's there, that's meant to enter the worlds, is called the Shekhinah. Which is Malchus Da'atzilus. And last week we learned that there are several names to it, Matur Nisa and Shechina, and Knesset Yisrael, and Eimotata. We learned last week it has a bunch of different names. And by the way, that's also the Asara Mamaris. The Asara Mamaris are from our Malchus Da'atzilus that contains all the energy that's supposed to enter the world. The entire package. However, that unit, that package of energy, which contains within it all the energy for all of creation, is way too high and way too powerful and condensed to be able to enter creation itself. Creation itself. If it entered, creation would, uh, it would, it would disappear. It would evaporate. So it has to first enter Malchus. Again, this Malchus, the Shechina, has to enter some sort of Levush. And this Levush, this garment, just like a garment has two functions. A garment covers but a garment also reveals in an interesting way. On the one hand, a garment covers a human being, but on the other hand, also, a, a, a um, clothing reveals you to other people. In other words, it tells you all about you to other people, covers and reveals. We need a garment that on the one hand is going to conceal the intense energy of the Shekhinah, but at the same time, it, through it, the energy is able to enter the world, and therefore, every single... Um, Every single part of the world is able to, is able to uh, receive its particular energy. So what is this Levush? So the Levush is Torah. And just like we said, when the Neshama enters, thank you very much, just like we said that when the Neshama enters the Guf, where does it enter? It enters the brain, it enters the Moichen. The same thing is, where does the Shekhinah, and how does the Shekhinah enter the world? By first entering the Torah. The Torah is the Levush. The Torah is the Levush through which, which the Shekhinah enters, and from the Torah, the energy goes and spreads throughout the entire world. And that's what we spoke about last week, why Yistakel Beiraisa Bara Alma, that the whole world is created from the Torah. Why? Because the Torah is the Levush that contains within it the Shekhinah, which is all the energy which is meant and intended for this world. Another, by the way, Stam, just another, another element that we didn't speak about last week, but is uh, also a corollary of the same idea, is that not only is the world the source of creation of Torah, but therefore because of that also the Torah is the Balabas on the world. As the, uh, the Gemara says in Talmud Yerushalmi, Lakeil Gemer Alai, the very interesting halacha, which is, that we know that halacha is, that if um, a girl up to three years old 
If she's nivelas, so the halacha is that besulaha chayzrin. She will, her besulam will return. So therefore, she still has the din of a besula. Older than three years old. So then she's already considered a bu'ula and the basulim do not come back. So what happens if there's a girl who turns three years old in Adar? And then she was nivelas. So, the, so according to Halacha, as it turns out, that uh, what's going to happen is, is that basulah won't, uh, won't return her basulim. She's going to be a bu'ula from here on. But then a few days later, the Bezdan HaGad will convenes and they decide that this year, it's going to be a Shana Mubaris, it's going to be a Ibayar, a leap year. So now, her birthday isn't for another little while, says the Gemara and the Yerushalmi. So the halacha is that B'sulah HaChayzrim. Not only the halacha, that's the Metzius. The Metzius now is going to be that B'sulah HaChayzrim. You think into that. Had the Bezdin not been Ma'abar the Chaydish, if the Bezdin would not have added in the month, she would be then she'd be a Ba'ula, which means that B'metzius, Al Piteva, her B'sulim wouldn't return. But because this is a girl who's living in Chvez, uh, in Arkansas, but because 10,000 miles away in Yerushalayim, the Bezdan Agadol convened and decided that this is a Shana Mubaras, even though Lechera, nothing, none of the facts on the ground change, it's only something which is theoretical, but the Allah now is B'sulah HaChizim, and that's going to be the Metzias. Why, says the Mishalmi in Adarim, Lakeil Gamer alive, because the Eberster, whatever the Bezdan decides, that's Alpi Teira, and therefore that's... Uh, that um, that's the mitzvahs in the world, and why is that? Because once we understand that all the energy of the world, which is the shechina, the shechina is all the energy and all the chayis that's in the world, all of it. How does it enter the world? Is through Torah, and therefore the Torah is the mucker of all the chayis that's in the world. So therefore, whatever is decided in Torah, automatically the world has to reflect that because the world is a byproduct, sachakel of Torah. But now the question becomes, one second, we just said that the Shekhinah is so intense and so high that if it would enter the world, the world would become Batal B'Metzias. The world, the whole world would cease to exist. So therefore it needs a Levush. The Levush is Torah. However, the question becomes, then why doesn't Torah become Batal B'Metzias? How is Torah able to be a Levush for the Shekhinah? If the Shekhinah is so lofty, then how, how is it possible for the Torah to contain it? And that's what we're going to learn inside right now. Page Ayin Gimel. Ten lines from the top. Where it says, Umahu Halavush. First word in the line. Opposite of page 144. What is this Lavush? What is the garment? That on the one hand, it can... Conceal the, the, the light of the Shekhinah. But Halbisha, also there should be its garment, which allows it to express itself and that its that it's chai should be able to enter the world in a limited way. What is this Levush that can contain the Shekhinah without it itself becoming in the face of the intense light of the Shekhinah? The answer is that is Hashem's will. And Hashem's wisdom, Hamlubashim, the Torah Mitzvah which are in the Torah and the Mitzvahs Haniglis Lanu Levanenu, which are revealed to us. So the Torah is the Levush, which can contain the light of the Shekhinah. Why is it the Levush that can contain the light of the Shekhinah? 
The Eraisa me Chachma Nafkas because Torah comes from Chachma, which is he Chachma Ila. We talk about Chachma. This means the supernal Chachma, the Chachma Vatsilus. Which is so much higher than the revealed world. Now, if you remember, we said last week that one of the names of Shechina is Alma Disgalia, the revealed world. So, the, the Shechina, which is Malchus Datsilus, is called Alma Disgalia, it's the revealed world. Why? So, let's talk about the, the structure of, of Atsilus for a moment. So in Atzilus you have, in general, there's, there's the Chabad, which is Chachma bin Adas, which is within Atzilus. And then you have the Midas of Atzilus, which is Chesed, Gvura, Teferas, Natsa, Choyd, Yisoyed. And then you have Malchus. Just like in a human being, so the, these are three very distinct levels. There's our intelligence, our intellect, our Chachma bin Adas. And then there's the Midas, there's the emotions. And then there's our Malchus. Malchus is our communication. We say in Pasach al we say Malchus Peh. Malchus is the mouth, which means Malchus symbolizes the idea of communicating. Intelligence, that which I understand, my intellect is something which is extremely personal. That is me. My thoughts, my ideas. And this is higher than my relating to any other person. On the level of intelligence, I have no relationship with another person. Even if I can think about another person, it's in a very abstract way. And it's all about my thinking. There is no relationship. Relationship means I'm not extending myself towards another. Where do I begin to have a relationship with someone else? Where do I begin to extend outside of me towards someone else? That is in Midas, the world of Midas. Because what is Midas? Midas means I love. Midas is... I fear, Midas is, I hate. Midas means my feelings about something else. So where does something else really begin to exist in a meaningful way is not in Seichel. Seichel is all about me, my ideas, my plans. Midas, my, the fact that I am attracted to other people or repulsed by other people, but the fact that other people have this impression on me, that's in the area of Midas. However, at the end of the day, my Midas are still all within me. I love, I fear. You are not impacted by my midas about you. So midas are as you exist within me, so to say. Seichel is me in my purest form. It's just me. Midas is as you begin to exist within me. Malchus, communication, is when not only you exist within me, I'm actually relating to you, actually speaking. And that's why it's called Malchus, and it's called Dibur. Dibur, obvious, because Dibur is communication. But also a Malchus, the idea of a Melech, we know that it says that Ein melech am. you can't have a nation, you can't have a king without a nation. Higher than Malchus, before Hashem begins to communicate with creation, Hashem isn't a melech. Hashem is removed and beyond being a melech. Once Hashem creates worlds and communicates with the worlds, so over here we say that Hashem is a melech. So, what does he communicate? Communicate means to relate. To, to the, 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 and the level that the Melech has a relationship with the Am, with the Melech remains completely above and beyond and doesn't give Xeris and is not involved in the Medina, he's not a Melech. Which is why in the Chassidus it talks about that when you're talking about a true Melech who is truly, truly, truly 
above and beyond the nation, there's a whole avoida of Haqtara Samalach is to try to get the Melach to agree to be this Melach. Because the king is really transcended and beyond. Just like Hashem is beyond being a Melach. That we say in Adonelam, Adonelam Hashem Melach Beterem Kel Yisun Nivra. And we'll leave that alone for a second because that's a different type of melech. But le'eis nasa bechevtei koil azay melech shemay nikra. When is when when is Hashem called a melech? Le'eis nasa bechevtei koil. When at the time when through his rots and everything was made, then azay then melech shemay nikra. It said also melech malchei hamlachim. That's the highest of the highest of the highest. Right. This is exactly what it's saying. So shechina. The Shekhinah that we're talking about, which contains within it the energy of all the worlds, this is the Hashem's Dibor, this is the Asara Mamaris with which Hashem created the world, that is Malchus Datsilus. Meaning that is the level of Hashem, which is Alma Galia, the part of Hashem which is ready to be revealed in the worlds. Even though it's very, very high and too high to actually enter the worlds, but this is the energies that are waiting for it to be revealed in the world once they enter the Levush. Torah, however, where does Torah come from? Torah and mitzvahs. Torah and mitzvahs come from much higher than Malchus. Not only are they higher than Malchus because they come from Hashem's Midas, they come from Hashem's Chachma, which is so much higher, just like in a person. How much higher is a person's intellect than a person's power of communication? In fact, a person's power of communication is only there, it's like a vehicle through which you give over your intellect and your emotions. Torah comes from Chachma Vatsilus. That's why Torah is able to be a garment for the Shekhinah. That's why the Shekhinah can enter the Torah. And the Torah, so to say, isn't nispal. The Torah doesn't get impressed. The Torah is not going to become batl mimitzis. The Torah is not going to poof, going to vaporize because of the tremendous air of, 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 of the Shekhinah. Because Torah is higher than Shekhinah. Shekhinah is the level of godliness which is intended for the world. The Alma Diskalia. Torah is kadma le'olam. What does it mean Torah is Kadma Lo'elam? Torah is above and beyond worlds. Shechina is not above and beyond worlds. Shechina is the energy that's intended for the worlds. That's why it's called Alma Diskalia, the Matronisa, and all the names that we gave last week. At the end of the day, the reason why the oil of the Shechina was spun off, in other words, you have the spin-off of this energy of the Shechina is what? The point of the Shechina is as we learned last week, the point of the Shechina is to enter the worlds and give energy to the worlds. Torah precedes the worlds. Torah is Hashem's Chachma. That's the way Hashem is before. In other words, Torah isn't a response to the worlds. Torah isn't even there. Even though the Taka, Istakel Beiraiso Bara Alma Hashem looks in the, in the Torah and creates the worlds, that's not the function of the Torah. Torah is be kadma la'elam. We say Torah precedes the world. We don't mean that it precedes the world in time. It precedes the world conceptually. Torah is beyond worlds. Is that the essence of God? We'll see in a moment. And therefore, because Torah transcends worlds and is much infinitely higher than the Shechina, which is Malchus, Torah is Chachma, therefore Torah has no problem being the Levush that's able to contain the, all the energy and light of Malchus Datsilos because Torah is much higher than Malchus Datsilos. So why is it a then? That's a great question. That's the, there's even there's even bigger question. Because that's a, you're talking about my, uh, you're asking uh, a very that's good an question. Entity. Now you're saying there's even this is a containment. You're containing something that's infinite to a finite uh, Kaylee. I can ask you even better question. 
We said the world can't contain the Shekhinah because the, the light is so high. That's correct. Yeah. So we're saying instead, the Torah could be the Levush. How can the world contain the Torah? If the Torah is even higher than Malchus, the Torah is even higher than the Shekhinah, it's we're saying, no, this is too intense, so we need to put it into a garment. garment. But, but the garment is even more intense. How does that help you anything? It doesn't, it doesn't work. Yeah. It, it doesn't protect the world. It's like, imagine you had this very, very brilliant light. Yeah. And you see it, uh, your eyes will, uh, someone's eyes will, will, will go blind. So you have to wrap it into something. So imagine you say, what am I going to wrap it in? An even greater light. <laughs> and that's going to be the Levush. How did that help you? What, what did we gain by the Torah being the Levush of the Torah's higher? That's a great question. We're going to get to that soon. But let's keep on going. When you say Torah, you don't mean the letters. You don't mean the Torah. The Chachma and the Ratzon of Hashem, which is, in, which is within Torah. Which is, yeah. As we continue today's year, you'll have a better understanding of that. Weiter. It continues. So let, let, I'm going to back up a line. We are I'm going to back up two lines. The Eraisa Mechachma Nafkas. Because Torah, where does it come from? It comes from Chachma. By the way, interestingly, the word Nafkas in Aramaic, well, this is uh, from the Zayar. Eraisa Mechachma Nafkas means the Torah. What is the word Nafkas? Uh, anyone? Be like what? Nafkas means to learn, right? It merges. Merge. Nafkas means it comes out from. It comes out from. Right? So it's interesting. It doesn't say. That Torah is uh, it's it's uh, it's is in, in Chachma, or that's where that's where it comes from. It emerges because in other places in Chassidus it explains that Torah is really higher than Chachma. Also, it's even higher than Chachma Datsilos. It emerges from Chachma Datsilos, but its source is even higher than that. But that's uh, not for here right now. So Yiraisim Chachma Nafkas, which Chachma? He Chachma Yilah. We're talking about the supernal Chachma Datsilos, the Leila Leila Ma'ama Desgalia, which is so much higher than the Shechina. Which is Alma Discasia, Chachma is Alma, which is Alma Discalia, Chachma is Alma Discasia. Moreover, the Iu Chakim Vleibe Chachma Yediyah V'Chulu. Something. This is a concept which we learned many times already in Tanya. That we say in Tikkun Ezayer, the Iu Chakim. Hashem Taka is wise. He has Chachma, but Vleibe Chachma Yediyah, not with the Chachma that we're familiar with. It's a different type of Chachma. It's a different type of Chachma. In which way is it a different type of Chachma? So al explained in Tanya several times, based on that which the Rambam says about Hashem, that Hu HaYideya, Hu HaMada, Hu HaYidua. That uh, by, norm, by, by human being, so when a person has understands something, there are three things over here. There are three entities. There is the person. There is the person's wisdom. And there is the thing that is being understood. So let's say I understand the, the way a car works. There's me. And then there's my wisdom, which is not me. Proof being that before I knew how a car works, I still existed. Meaning that that, that knowledge that I have is something which is additional to me. It's something added. It's something added on me. So there's me. There's that knowledge that I have. And then there's the car. So I am the Yudea, I am, I am the knower. Then there's the Mada, which is the wisdom that I have. And then there's the Yadua, the thing which I know, which is the car. Not clear? Let me repeat that again. Anytime you understand something, there are three things over here. There's you, 
there's the wisdom that you attained, which is something separate from you. Yeah. You, you are around you. I have to get from the source. Right? And one day you might forget that wisdom. You'll still be you. Because there's you. There's that wisdom which was added onto you. Yeah. And then there is the thing that you understand. So let's say you understand how a train operates. So then there's you. The, your wisdom about trains. And then there's the train. You're not the train, you're not the wisdom, the, the wisdom, the train isn't the wisdom, right? You have three separate entities. Comes along the Rambam and says that by Hashem it's not that way. By Hashem, so who Yideya, who Hamada, who Yadua, all three are, 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 are united as one. They're exactly all, 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 all one and the same. Because by Hashem, there's no such thing as Harkava, there's no such thing as anything other than Hashem. Everything is just part of Hashem. And the Rambam says this is something that we can't understand. That Hashem and His wisdom are absolutely one. But, but absolutely one. By human being, it's not that way. By human being, there's me, and there's my wisdom. There's me, and there's what I understand. But by Hashem, Him and His wisdom is one and the same. And that's why we say about Hashem, even though He's wise, not with a wisdom that we can relate to, because by us, our wisdom is something which is apart from us. And by Hashem, His wisdom is one with Him. And don't spend too much time trying to figure that out and understand it, because you can't. Because it's, not, it's something which doesn't exist within our experience. And we can only relate to things that at least somewhat exist within our experience. So the Alter is saying over here that the Torah comes from Hashem's Chachma. See, even if Hashem's Chachma was like a human being's Chachma, it's still, excuse me, it's still so much higher than his Malchus, than his Dibur, just like in a human being that um, the Seichel is so much higher than the Dibur. How much more so when we're talking about Hashem? We're over there, His Chachma is absolutely one with Him. So, and that's where Torah comes from, so we can understand just how much Torah is higher than the whole Shechina. Again, the Shechina being the energy which is intended for the world. However, now we have to address the question that Ruvina asked. If Torah is so high, then how can the Torah be the Levush for the Shekhinah, number one and number two? How is the world able to contain the Torah? Um, says the Alter Rebbe, But the Torah comes down, hidden in the levels of Seder Yishtal Shulus, Torah comes down one level after another level, Bishtal Shulus Ha'elamis, it comes down through the chaining down of the worlds, to the point that Torah comes down all the way down here into this world because we know there are many levels of Torah in every single world there's Torah on this level as the Alter Rebbe will continue explaining later on in this Patek but until it comes down to this world and we have the Torah of this world which is Bidvarim Gashmim which is physical things Shem Tayag Mitzah Torah the 613 Mitzah Torah which deal with physical objects but what's incredible about the Torah, this is something Alter Rebbe talks about earlier in Perek Dalet, the Tanya, and Perek of Tanya, is that although Torah comes down through the worlds, and Torah enters different madrigas, but Torah always retains its identity as Chachmasai or Ritzayna Yizbarach. Although the Torah enters each world on its level, and the Torah in, in each world discusses the concepts and ideas, and relates to the world on its level, but ultimately what is Torah? Torah remains the Chachma of Hashem, which is absolute elokus. And that's why Dr. Rebbe says earlier in Tanya, we know that Torah, a metaphor for Torah, Torah is very commonly compared to water. Why is, you know, the famous, um, the famous story of Rabbi Kiva, the, the, fish, the fish in the water, 
the famous marshal he gave that if we leave the water, then we're like fish without. Uh, if, we leave, if, we, if we abandon Torah, then we're like fish without water. Torah is compared to water. Why is Torah compared to water? Obviously, there are many reasons. Water is nourishing, but the Gemara says in Masechtes Tainus that Ma Maim Yerdim Namach. just like water, by, by more so than any other object in this world, which things are more, more or less relatively stationary. Water is always looking. To, uh, to find the lower level. The same thing is also, Torah is Yarda Memakam Gevayel Memakam Namach. Torah goes from a high place to a low place. But just like a waterfall, when the water goes down and it's the lower place, it's the same water as it was in the higher level. The Torah, as it comes down through the world, it remains Hashem's Chachma. So Torah, the Torah that we learn, is like an intermediary. It's somewhere in between. On the one hand, essentially, what is it? It's Hashem's Chachma, which is absolutely united with Him. It's Chachma Datsilos. And because essentially it's Chachma Datsilos, therefore it has no problem being the Levush of the Shechina. It's not Nispal, it's not uh, impressed by the Shechina, it's not blown away by the Shechina because it's higher than the Shechina. At the same time, because the Torah comes down into every single world on its level, therefore the worlds are able to receive the Torah and accept the Torah, just like we're able to learn the Torah, even though the Torah that we're learning, whether we're learning Tanya, whether we're learning or whatever other dinim we're learning, we're essentially learning we're connecting with Hashem, absolutely, but how is that? Because the Torah is dressed in terms that we are familiar with, which is, by the way, mind-blowing, to be able to think that the Eberster somehow was able to as the Lashon is Tzimtzim, that he's Metzamtzim, the Shechina ben Bada Ya'aren, that he's able to condense his wisdom into the Torah, which we can understand, but ultimately, it's his wisdom. Dibrat Torah b'shom b'nei Adam. Yeah. So we understand. Yeah. There's a Rashi in Parshas Mishpatim, where Rashi brings down a Pasuk in Shmuel. That the Torah is referred to the Mishal HaKadmoni. Mashal HaKadmoni, or Mishal HaKadmoni, which means the Torah is referred to as the Mashal the, of the original one. The Mashal of Kadmoni Shalaylam. Hashem is called Kadmoni Shalaylam. He's the one uh, who preceded the world. And the Torah is Hashem's Mashal. So Pasuk Shmuel, but Rashi brings it down in Parshas Mishpatim in Agea to, to Ari Miklot. So Rashi brings it down. The Torah is called Mashal Akadmani. Why is Torah called Mashal Akadmani? Why is Torah called a Mashal? That's the only way you can understand something that's an higher. You can something that's abstract. Sometimes very hard to understand something abstract. But if you give it, if you give it through a Mashal, then you can relate to it. It's 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 like you. Like exactly. Samson, it's like when the Torah comes down to this earth. So we have a mushal. You can never understand it. It's so abstract. So there's a mushal and there's a nimshal. Whenever there's a mushal, there's a nimshal. The nimshal is the, the idea that you're trying to get across. So if you have a mushal and a nimshal, why can't you just give the nimshal? Why do you have to give the mushal? The answer is, is that uh, you're talking to people who obviously. The nimshal is not their language. They're not very familiar with the concepts and the ideas. It's beyond them. It's higher than them. But if you take the same idea 
and you dress it in a lower level, then suddenly they're able to relate to it somewhat. Why? Because the essential idea on the mushal is also the essential, the, sorry, the essential, the essential idea on the nimshal is there in, our, in the, in the mushal also, but in the mushal it's wearing a, a, a lower level garment. So for example, you have a whole sefer in the Torah that's on that's mushal, shira shira. So the whole shira shira is about the love between a man and a woman. But it's a mushal. What is it a mushal for? It's a mushal about the love God. between Cloud Yisrael and Hashem, right? So Shleim Melech realized that if he's going to start writing a sefer talking about all the, the love between Hashem and the Yidin, it would be way too, too high for us to be able to relate to. So he put it into a mushal and he used terms and ideas which, we, which the human being can readily relate to because the love between a man and a woman is something which we experience in our world all the time. But essentially, the ideas are all the same in the nimshal as they are in the uh, in, in the mushal as they are in the nimshal. There's actually a pasuk which talks about the wisdom of Shleim Amalach, where it says that Shleim Amalach, it says Vayidaber Shleisha Alfei Mushal. The Shleim Amalach, he was so wise, he gave three thousand mishalom. So the pasuk shot that the, 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 of that is that there was one idea. And there was a single idea that he wanted to convey. And Shleim HaMelech was so wise that he was able to give 3,000 separate Mishalim to illustrate the same idea. That's the way this Pasuk is commonly understood. It's not easy to do that. You think that's not easy? Says Chassidus, no, no. Chassidus says there's a totally deeper understanding over here. It's not that he gave 3,000 Mishalim to explain one point. It's not as if point one here, one Mishal, two Mishalim, three, four, five, 3,000. No. There was one idea which was so lofty that the only way for people to understand it is for 3,000 Mishalim one on top of another. In other words, first he had to give, or actually he started from the bottom. He gave one Mishal. Which and is then, the easier one. The, yeah, and then once they had that Mishal, they're able to have a little higher understanding. Another Mishal, another Mishal. And it took 3,000 Mishalim, which were like an onion, like the layers of an onion, so finally he was able to relate to the people the idea that he was trying to, to give over. And it's not, not 3,000 separate Mishalim, but it's 3,000 Mishalim. Each Mishal was, on, put it this way, what? Built on the front yes. and the bottom. Yes. It was the most simplistic yeah. Mishal. Yeah. Every Nimshal was a Mishal also. Every Mishal was a Nimshal. In other words, the, the Nimshal was a Mishal for a higher, for, for higher Nimshal. And that Nimshal, that, that Nimshal was a Mishal for a higher Nimshal. Yeah. And that's really what Torah is. Torah is a muscle. What is the nimshal of Torah? The nimshal of Torah is Hashem. When we're learning Torah, that's only a muscle. What? Just like a muscle, you 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 you. Um, when you understand the muscle, you're able to arrive at the nimshal. So the original nimshal of Torah is Hashem. However, there are 3,000 mishalim, or Torah is actually much more, because Torah comes down through the levels. And in every level, it's a lower mushal, a lower mushal, a lower mushal, a lower mushal. But even after 3,000 mishalim, or even after an infinite amount of mishalim, no matter how much Torah comes down, ultimately, the nimshal is within every single mushal. <coughs> the nimshal being Hashem. No, so Torah, what? 
It's relative. One nimshu is a marshal to the higher nimshu. But even in the lowest marshal, ultimately, what's hidden over yeah. there is the nimshal. I can give you five mishalom, one after another, but even in the lowest marshal, what is the, the idea? Over here, this, the lowest muscle is, is very low garments. The higher muscle has more edla garments. The higher muscle has even more edla garments. But within all those garments, no matter how many garments you have, what's hidden, what is the kernel of wisdom that's hidden in there, is the nimshal. And in Torah, what is that kernel which is hidden? In every single word of Torah, what is the nimshal of every word of Torah is Hashem. And by the way, this is a very, a very fundamental understanding when we're learning Torah. Is that when you're learning Torah, it's only a muscle. Imagine the Dubna Magid has many Mishalom, right? There are books of the Mishalom of the Dubna Magid. So you have some people who will take a book of the Mishalom and they'll read it. Oh, wow, that's a beautiful story. A king and a, and a queen and a, and a prince and a princess and the rah rah. What a great story. Okay. Not bothering with the nimshal. Okay, now next story. Yes. And the next story. And they're going to go through all the, the, the mishalom without, without the nimshal at all. <laughs> wow, look at these beautiful stories. He was a magnificent storyteller. You know, mamish, almost like Grimm's fairy tales, was, uh, was the Dumna Magid. Obviously, they're missing the whole Nakuda. They're missing the whole point. Every single mushal that was given by the Dumna Magid or any other person who gave the mashal, the whole point of the mashal was to convey the nimshal. And if you don't convey the nimshal, if you forget about the nimshal, you miss the point. The same thing is, if a person learns Torah but forgets the nimshal, you're learning Torah, and you're learning all the halachas, but you're forgetting what is the point of Torah. The point of Torah is not the king and the queen and the prince and the princess. The story in the, in the mashal. The point in the Torah is Hashem is there. And by learning Torah, ultimately you're connecting to Hashem. Why? Because Hashem is within every word of Torah. Every word of Torah is a mashal for Hashem and Hashem is the nimshal. Then your whole approach to Torah is different. And then also it doesn't make a difference which part of Torah you're learning. As Dr. Rebbe says earlier in Tanya and Perekei, you can be learning the halacha of Yerani Dachas, you could be learning Allah of Pigul or Naiser, Allah which has zero application to your life. And you have the same Gishmak in learning that Allah in Torah as you do learning a beautiful something which is so relevant to you, whether, whether in Allah or whether in Hashkafa, whatever it may be. Why? Because you have to realize that when you're learning Torah, any Allah that you learn or any Hashkafa that you get is all fringe benefit. That's not the Nakuda. The Nakuda of Torah is that it's a marshal. And that's why Chazal say, Ashrei mi shabal lekan v'talmudi liyadei. Then we come to Ganeidin, right? Ashrei mi shabal lekan. Why is it important to have Torah? When you come to Ganeidin, the answer is, because Ganeidin is where you get the nimshal of everything that you learned. And if you don't, if you come to Ganeidin and you don't have the nimshal, I'm sorry, you don't have the mashal, you don't have Torah, then you can't have, I can't have the, the whole Nehanin which happens in Ganeidin is the appreciation of the of the nimshal of all the muscle that you learned in Elam Hazar. All the Torah is only there to get you to the muscle. The nimshal, which is Hashem. No, over here, no. The nimshal right now in this world. So in this world, the nimshal isn't revealed, but it doesn't change the fact. That when you're learning it, you're connecting to Hashem. And there, there, there it's revealed the nimshal which you attained over here. But when you, you can't have the nimshal without the mashal. Right. right. That's why Asher Misha Balakam Talmud That's why you need the Torah when you go to Gan Eden. Because uh, well, you need the mashal to gain access to the nimshal. The mashal is the key to the nimshal.
And that's where Hashem is hidden. There's a famous Zayar that says that Tlas Kishin Miskashran Da Beda. There are three things that are connected one to another. And it says that Yisrael Miskashran Be'iraisa, Yidin connected Torah. Ve'iraisa, and the Torah is connected to Hashem. So therefore, when a Yid connects the Torah, Inadvertently. Not inadvertently, advertently. advertently. <laughs> Very advertently. <laughs> he connects to Hashem. Why does a Yid need Torah to connect to Hashem? Because as we see right now, Torah is this bridge. Torah is a locus that entered our world. There's no such, there's nothing else in our world which enters our world on its level and nevertheless remains, retains 100% absolutely its status of being a locus. That's Torah. And because, so therefore, because of these two uh, opposite extremes that Teira has, which by the way is not logical. It's not logical that the infinite, um, the infinite Chachma and Ratzon of Hashem is able to enter, you know, these finite halachas uh, that we have. But this is the Abish, there was Mamisha, the Koyach HaKol Yachal of Hashem. He took himself and he condensed himself into Teira, and in every single world, the Teira of that level. And, um, and that's why, on the one hand, the world can accept the Torah, because we read the Torah. Parah, Rachamer, Talis, you know. You know, Arbar, These are the, that's, that's great. We're, we don't get the vaporized when we read about Hamachlot Parah, Bachamer. We don't get blown away by the air in it. Unlike the air of the Shechina, the air of the Shechina, we can't have any. However, in truth, the however in truth, the oyer which is within Arbar Shuyis Lashabas or Machl Par Bachamayir is so much higher than the Shechina. It's Chachma. The Shechina is Malchus Datsilos. The Torah is Meirai is Mechachma Nafkas. Eirais is Mechachma Nafkas. So therefore, on the one hand, the Torah we can relate it without 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 becoming Batel B'Mitzias, but on the other hand, the Torah has no problem being the Levush for the Shechina, and therefore the Shechina enters the world through the Torah, the Torah doesn't become Batl B'Mitziyas from the Shechina, because the Torah is a lot higher than the Shechina. So that's the Nekudah that we have over here. We know that on the Meshach Rabbeinu, when he went up to heaven, so the Malachim, as the Gemara says in Sech the Shabbos, the Malachim wondered what he was doing there. Mali Yilud Isha Beinenu, what's a Basar Badam doing here? And they were told to accept the Torah. And the Malachim came and tanked the Eberster. Why are you giving the Torah to them? Leave Torah by us in heaven. And as we know, that there's a whole debate afterwards that uh, ensued between Mesha and the Malachim. Who gets the Torah? And the obvious question becomes. What were the Malachim thinking? If the Malachim were to open up a Torah and look into it, they would realize in approximately two seconds that none of it applies to them. Nothing there applies to them. Which part of Torah applies to Malachim? The Torah is 100% addressed to us. The Malachim can't do Kibbutz and they can't do Ashavas and they can't bring Karbanas, and they can't build a Mishkan. Which part of Torah does it? The whole Tagmits of Torah is for us. So what were they thinking, Malachim? However, in truth, based on what we're saying now, we understand. The Torah that we have has the Parah, the Chamer, the Karbanas, and the Hashavas Aveda, and all that. The Torah is the Malachim, learn it, it doesn't have any of that. It's a higher muscle. 
It's Torah on a higher level. And every single world, the Torah enters on its level. And our world, because we're in a Elamazagashmi, we're in a physical world. So this is the lowest world when the, the Torah enters over here. It relates to you. So it relates to human beings and to physical entities. And by the way, that's one second. And that's what and that's what he said earlier. Al-Tarebbe said that uh, the Torah comes down so low to the extent that it, it enters Dvarim Gashmim, Shem Tayag, Mitzvah Torah, which are the 650 Mitzvah Torah. That's the final stop. The Malachim were saying, we can have Torah. But they have a Torah on a higher level. Yeah, so let so that be the primary. You, your Torah is a little bit at a different level than ours. That's Why, a very, so what was their Taina? I don't understand the Taina. You don't understand the Taina? No. They're, they wanted to own the Torah. Even in the lower level too? All the levels, uh, all the levels of Torah are one chain. Think about that for a second. What that means? When there is a shaila in halacha, so you go to the rav, you go to the bismana bais, you went to the bais, you go to a pesik, and the, the pesik gives a psak din. That doesn't only impact our Torah. When because Torah lay b'shamayimi, that means that the Torah right now on every single level is right now being decided. By the Bezin Shalomata or by the Pesik, who if the Pesik is Naskabal, but the Futsas Yisrael. So the Malachim have to now amend their Torah based on what Ramesha Feinstein decided. Think about that for a moment. Because every single level is a Mashal and Nimshal. They're all compatible, just each one on a higher level. So the Malachim couldn't believe it that what's the Abishter doing? He's giving the ownership of Torah to Klal Yisrael. In in Ganeidan, there's a whole there's a Mesifta Dirikia. We know the Zayar talks about it. There are Yeshivas over there, Mesifta Malan. The Gemara talks about it. talks about Machlekes that was happening in the in, in, in the Mesifta in Ganeidan. And by the way, when they needed a Psak Halacha, the Gemara in Bab Metzia, there was a whole Shiloh, there's Machlekes in Ganeidan. Adin and Saras. If there's a Suffolk, if the what comes first, the Baharas or the Seir Lavan? We know that if the, if the Tsaras comes before the hair, then it's Tameh, the white hair. If the white hair comes before the Tsaras, then it's Tahir. What if we don't know? It's a Machlaikis. There are different opinions. The Abishtar had one opinion, and the Malachim had another opinion. They stayed in Gemara. That's what the Gemara says. Paul Maimer from the Altareb explaining what that means. And by the way, when they're arguing about it, they're not arguing. When heaven they're arguing, they weren't they weren't talking about white hair and they weren't talking about Saras. They were talking about and their Mamar Machsindus that explain what they're talking about. That a Saras means a blockage of energy. In other words, there is no blood over there. It's white. Why? Because the energy is gone. White hairs are unika for klipa. That's what the symbolism is. And if the unika from klipa is a result of the gvuris, in other words, it was a whole spiritual question that they were talking about. They weren't talking about. In, in Ghanaian, they're not talking about white skin and white hairs because that doesn't exist in that realm. They were talking whatever is the nimshul, the spiritual analog for that in a higher world. They're having this argument. Mm -hmm. And you know what? They can't decide. You know why they can't decide the answer? Because they have no right to decide. So they had to turn to someone down here in this world who was an expert in the halachas of Nigoim, and he was able to decide what the halacha is. Why? Because Torah, and when he decided the halacha, he wasn't thinking about the gevuris and the, and the lack of energies and the klippas. He was examining the halacha in Olam Hazagashmi, the way it is. And the malachim have to listen to Rabbi Banachmeni. Why? Because Torah the Bishamayimi, the Ebesh the Torah here. Why is the Iker Torah here? That we know from, from Tanya, because Dir Betach the Tachlat Sakavana is Dafke down over here 
in this world. But now we understand what the Malachim wanted. In other words, what were they thinking about what shaykhs do they have with Torah Bechal? The Torah, in other words, if you if you come if you come if you're coming with the common understanding that Torah is what you see is what you got, you know the the Sefer Torah Shalafanenu, the Torah Shalafanenu and the Halacha Shalafanenu, that's it. Kan Nimsa Kan Hoya, that's Torah. Then it doesn't make any sense. The Malachim laid any claim to Torah, but once we understand that Torah comes down on every single level and every single level, it is the it is the Moichin, it is the Elokus in that level, and it is the Levush. For the Shekhinah in that level, so we understand that Allah said, What do you mean? Why are you giving it to them? We're also learning Torah, we're enjoying Torah on our Madriga, and we want to be, we want to have the Balabatishkeit, the Balabatishkeit over Torah. <coughs> and by the way, it's not the Shai, you, you want to know about the Malachim. The Shaila is also Lagabe us, meaning it's coming through us. We're going to be celebrating Zman Matan Torah what what's the significance of that? We were learning Torah, you know, that there was a yeshiva in Goshen that was run by Yehuda. Shevet Levi always sat and learned. There's the yeshiva Shem Ve'ever. They learned Torah. So what happened on Shavuos? What happened? What did we gain? Get the Masorah from what? From before Matan Torah, where was the Masorah from? Uh, that's a good question. But the the Mitzvah says they were learning yeah, yeah, Torah. So then what happened Matan Torah? And in a very simple sense, what happened on Matan Torah is implied in the words Matan Torah. We we learned it before, but then it was given to us. It became ours. We uh, became the Bailaman. Yeah. 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 Not the Malachim, not even the Ebishter Kaviyachal. The Hashem can't change the Halacha. Not the right time we call him. Uh, right. Yeah. right? And he gave us the Torah. That's a halacha. If Hashem comes to a Navi and says, I want to change the halacha, then you kill the Navi. It's a Navi Sheker. Hashem can't, why? Because Torah Libra Shemaini. Hashem can't change. Torah belongs to us. And even though the Torah exists on every single level, as we're explaining over here, but it belongs to us. We're the ones who make all the decisions in it. Yeah. When Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu to answer the Malachim, why all this conversation? Hashem can tell the Malachim, Moshe is down there, and down there is the Torah. Why Moshe has to answer them? Hashem can answer them. It's a good question. We're not going there now. In other words, we're not teaching that Gemara now. We're bringing that Gemara as, a, to, as to point out this idea of Torah being in every level. Why did Moshe have to answer? It's a good question. One day we'll have a, Masa- a shir and a sechta Shabbos here, and we'll, we'll talk about that. It says in the Medrash that it says in Shir Hashirim, Hayyishavas Baganim, Chaveirim, right? Makshivim Lukeilacha. So Hayyishavas Baganim is Neshamas Yisrael. We're the ones who uh, occupy Ganeidin eventually. And Chaveirim Makshivim Lukeilacha means the Malachim come and we're learning Torah, Malachim come and listen to us learning Torah. Chaveirim Malachim. Our Chaveirim, they come and listen to our Torah. Why are they busy listening to our Torah? Because they can't make it, they need to know what we're learning. That's, uh, that's <laughs> then the day we're the ones. It affects them. Yeah. Well, yeah. The lips of the people. That's something else. Yeah. That's something else. But here they talk to the Malachim and Ganadim, they come, the Malachim, they come and they to listen to our Torah. And when you didn't learn Torah, the Malachim are listening in. Aye, they learn Torah on a higher Madriga. They do talk it. Good.
We're holding inside, around the nine lines from the bottom, ten lines from the bottom. Ubiri dasa, ubiri dasa bishtal shalos. And when the teira comes down through the levels of the worlds again, although it's coming down, it retains its status as chachma ilas. The ibish is chachma. As it comes down, ma'elam la'elam. So then, gama shchina yarda. The shchina also comes down. Vinislab shaba. And the Shekhinah enters the Torah, because the Torah is the Levush, in which the Shekhinah, all the energy of the world enters, and from the Torah, that's where everything comes from. Bechal Eilam Ve'elam, and every single world, the Shekhinah enters the Torah in that world. V'zehu heich l'kachi kadashim n'shebechal Eilam Ve'elam. The Torah constitutes the Kachi kadashim in every single world. In our world, we have the Kachi kadashim. Which we'll learn about in Mitzvah Shem more when we get to Peir Nun Gimel. But what was in the Kach Yekadashim was the Torah, the Aron Kodesh, which contained the Torah. So in every single world, the Torah of that world is the Kodesh Kadashim of that world, and that's where all the energy of that world enters. So in our world, all the energy of the world enters our Kodesh Kadashim, which is where the Torah of our world is, and from there. The whole world receives its energy. But this is not only true about our physical world, but in every single world, there's the Kodesh Kadashim. The Kodesh Kadashim is the Chabad, the Chachma Bina Das of that world, which is the Torah, Hashem's the Torah, which is of that world. And the Rebbe says, and this is as it says in the Zayar, Shashchina. It says in the Zayar, that the Shechina, Shehimalchus, that's Yilus, which is mentioned. Shechina is synonymous with Malchus, that's Yilus. What is Malchus Tatsilos? That is the revelation of the Ein Saf. That is all the energy that enters the world. Is Shechina. Shechina is the revelation of the Ein Saf in this world. And therefore, he nekras devar Hashem. Therefore, Malchus is also called the word of Hashem. Hashem's communication, the Vruach Piv, the breath of his mouth, Kaviyachu. Because by way of example, just like by human being, Hadibur hu megala machshavtoi, that through a person's speech, through his communication, he reveals his thoughts. Hastuma venalama, his thoughts which are hidden and concealed, to the, to the, to the listeners. The same thing is through Malchus of Atzilus and through the Shekhinah, Hashem reveals that, that which is hidden, he reveals it into this world. So Malchus da Atzilus, he, the Zayar says, the Malchus of Atzilus, he mislabashas, it enters and is enclosed. Beheicho kachi kadashim debriya. In the Kodesh HaKadoshim of the world beneath it, which is the world of Bria, Shehi Chabad de Bria, which is the Chachma Bin Das of the world of Bria. And now what we're going to find, and the Al-Tarebbe now is going to proceed to explain how this is true in every single world. <coughs> so in every single world you have the Shechina, of the higher world, so for example, the very first world is the world of Bria. That's the first world. No questions? What about? I thought so. What's with Atsilus? Atsilus is Atsilus is the top. It's not create. It's not a created world. Atsilus is Alakus. The first created world. In other words, when we're talking about the energy of Hashem that's entering creation, the first created world is the world of Bria. Atsilus is not creation. Even the word, the word Asilos means it's an emanation of Hashem. It's not a creation. So the energy that enters every single created world is from the Shechina, which is above it. The Shechina is the lowest level of the world above it. So for example, again, the first created world is, created world is Bria. 
the Shekhinah, which is the Malchus Datsilos, enters Bria. And where does it enter? It enters the Chabad, the Torah, which is the Kodesh HaKadoshim of the world of Bria. Now, the energy from the Chabad in the world of Bria, now the energy extends through all the spheres in the world of Bria. There's Chachma, Binadas, Chesed, Gvur, Teferis, Malchus. And from Malchus of the world of Bria, suddenly we have all the creations and all the Neshamis, all the Malachim and all the Neshamis of the world of Bria come from Malchus of Bria. Because Malchus de Bria is the communication of Bria. In other words, once the, ener the energy of Bria is communicated to the creations of the world of Bria, so from Malchus de Bria, you have all the creations of all, of, all in the world of Bria. And it includes the Neshamis. The Neshamis of Bria also come from Malchus of Bria. Yes. So why do you say it's a, it's a creation now? That's a, it's a good question. We, we will talk about that next week. It's a complicated answer. If I remember. If you remember. Even if you don't remember, maybe we'll talk about it next week. The video will remember. And then, and then, Malchus of the world of Bria, which is, that you might want to say, the Shekhinah of the world of Bria, that enters the world of Yitzhira, which is the world beneath it. But where in Yitzhira does it enter? In the Kodesh Kedoshim of Yitzhira, which is the Torah and the Chachma of Yitzhira. That's where it enters. And then that oil filters through the whole world, through all the spheres of that world. And then from Malchus of Yitzhira, you have all the creations, all the Malachim and all the Neshamas of Yitzhira. And then Malchus of Yitzhira enters the world of Asiya, the Kodesh HaKadoshim of the world of Asiya. But this is the spiritual world of Asiya. And it goes throughout the entire world. And then you have all the spiritual creations of the world of Asiya. And then, theoretically, Malchus of the spiritual world of Asiya enters the Kodesh Kadashim, which is the Chachma Bin Adas of our physical world, which is the Torah of our world. Right here. This is where the Shekhinah of Malchus the Asiya enters our world. So all the energy for our world, which comes down through the worlds, all the energy which enters this world is in Malchus of Asiya, and that whole package of energy enters our physical Taira, and from there extends the energy and the highest to every single creation that's in this world. So that's where we're going to be talking about Amir Tashem next week, and also we have, we're going to be learning about what does it mean that in every single world there's a Taira, and he's going to explain that what does it mean that the, the Taira of the world of Bria is the Gemara. And the Torah of the world of Yitzirah is the Mishnah. And the Torah of the world of Asiya is Mikra, is the Chumash. And Yerit Hashem will continue all this um, next week. And although next week is Lagba Emer, there will still be a Shir Emir Hashem, normal time. So and Something about the Sorry? The hidden Torah. That's Atzilus. Oh, that's Atzilus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Because that silos doesn't come into creation. It's another, so a Kabbalah, even as it comes down here, it essentially remains beyond creation, which is why we don't understand it. Because it's, uh, it's above and beyond really intellect. We'll talk about this next week.